Welcome to Real Quick, a series of really quick conversations with real founders. We'll dig into founding stories, important stops on the founder journey, and lessons we can all benefit from while growing a business. I'm Izzy, a producer and host at In The Works. In this issue, I'm talking to different founders about their businesses, but more specifically, what generational wealth means to them. Welcome to Real Quick. Today's guest is mad dope, and I'm just honored to actually have her on the show. She's someone with a background working with brands like ESPN, Nickelodeon, Discovery, and so much more. But her latest thing that she's tackling is something that is constantly brought up, which is financial education with kids and teens. And Goal Setter is looking to change the narrative around that and fill that void. So, Tanya Van Court, thanks for joining me today. Izzy, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Nobody has ever introduced me with this next guest is mad dope. So, this is already a good conversation. <laughs> I'm I'm really really excited to have you on. Recently, I've been able to put myself in positions where I'm sitting across from founders that are of color like us and are really just chasing their dreams. And for me, like to be able to sit across virtually from you and actually have this conversation, I think is going to be big for anybody that's listening that is like us and uh, is chasing their dreams on an everyday basis. So when we sit down and when we really think about what goal setter is, I mentioned a little bit about it earlier, but I really want you to kind of define like that path of what it is and everything that it impacts. Wow. Um, it's such a big question because to your point, you know, I, I'm not just chasing my dream. I'm chasing the dreams of every single kid and every single mother and father in America who wants their child, their child of color to have a real opportunity for the American dream. And so when you ask, you know, what Goal Setter is, Goal Setter is a tool to get every child in America to be able to participate in the American dream. And if that tool can get to all of the kids out there who have never had financial education, have only had boring financial education, have had someone teach them about stocks and the stock markets in a way that a 30-year-old wouldn't want to engage in, let alone a 16-year-old or an eight-year-old, um, then this is for them. This is that path for them. So Goal Setter is a savings, financial education, smart spending, and investment platform created especially for kids and families. And um, we literally have kids who are as young as six on Goal Setter. It is their wow. first savings account. They're learning about financial education with our weekly quizzes. But we also have kids who are in college on Goal Setter because you know, they want to know when they get out of college, how will they open their first investment account? How should they think about diversification? What does asset allocation mean? Nobody teaches any of us that. And those mm. are the building blocks that we need to build wealth. And we need it both in theory and we need it in action. And that's what we provide. We provide this amazing financial education content that's all rooted in memes and GIFs from popular culture. So yes. when Beyonce says, can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bills? We use that to explain. Beyonce wouldn't need anyone to pay her bills if she was to yeah. save for an emergency fund of three to six months of her expenses. Beyonce yeah. could pay for her own bills. Um, but at the same time, we provide investment accounts and savings accounts 
for kids. We provide a debit card that comes with financial education attached to it so that your kid is not out there swiping their card and thinking that money grows on trees. Because in fact, if you set up our rule, learn before you burn, your kid's debit card will automatically freeze on Sunday morning if they haven't taken their financial literacy quiz for the weekend. So, so that is, you know, everything that we are in so many ways. And I haven't even scratched the surface of what we are in other ways, but we are trying for the financial liberation of this next generation of our children. And I love to hear just the the passion behind what you're building. There's a lot of entrepreneurs that are building a lot of things that they're passionate about, but I I feel like even just having these conversations with people, you can hear it in someone's voice and I can hear that from you. So that's, that's really amazing. I want to talk before we get too into goal setter. I mentioned some brands that you worked for before, but this isn't the platform for them. I really want to talk about even the stories that came before those brands. And your team mentioned that you at a young age, at one point had close to a million dollars in stock in a a certain company. And it seemed to be overnight, it went away. And this is what kind of rooted the story and the inspiration of Goal Setter. You wanna give us that story a little bit? Well, there are two things that you should know about uh, me before that story happened. And the first thing that you should know is that my mom was an elementary school teacher in East Oakland, California. And she was so phenomenal. She was a single mom of six kids and she used to bring home more kids on the weekends. And so the reason I say that is because education was a primary focus in my family and in my home. And in spite of that, I didn't learn anything about money. So that's the first thing. The second thing that you need to know about me is I went to Stanford and I got two degrees in engineering and I took a whole host of classes in the business school. And in spite of that, I didn't know anything about money. And so when I was 28 years old, I was working in Silicon Valley at a company called Covad Communications. Um, I was one of the first couple hundred employees. I got a bunch of stock. The stock did very well. Um, But I had no idea what I was supposed to do with that stock grant. I had both a stock grant and a stock option grant um, and had no idea what to do with them. I mean, for me, it was like, you know how you get the gym benefit and you're like, yeah, I'm not really working out at the gym. I'll just leave leave that over there until I need it. That was kind of what I did with the stock. And so, you know, it went up for a while and I thought, oh, good job, Tanya. And I patted myself on the back. I must be doing something right by just leaving it alone. Um, And it was worth about a million dollars one day in the morning. And that happened to be the morning that the 2001 stock market bubble crash happened and the stock market bubble burst rather. And um, that million dollars went down to about $20,000 in one day, Izzy. And I kept staring at my computer thinking, wait a minute, what goes up must come down. Does it work the other way too? What goes down is gonna go back up. Like, is it going to go back up? But it wasn't going back up and it didn't go back up. And so I lost all of that money literally overnight when I could have sold the stock and diversified it. I should have known about asset allocation and diversification. They are basic concepts in in the financial world, in personal finance. They're basic concepts in terms of building wealth. Um, And I didn't know them with two degrees in engineering from Stanford and a mother who was an educator. And so at that juncture, what I realized was you know, it wasn't me, it was America. 
It was America mm. for not prioritizing this. How did I get out of high school? You know, I went to a public high school um, in the Bay Area. How did I get out of high school? And I knew the periodic table, but I would not have been able to tell you anything about stock or the stock market or mm. bonds, nothing, yep. but I knew the periodic table. Um, and so that's when I realized that I had to do something to change that narrative. Um, and in many ways it was quote unquote too late for me. I couldn't turn back the hands of time, but it wasn't too late for my kids. And it's not too late for all of the other kids that we can touch with Goal Setter. So that was, that was the precipitating factor of how we got here today. You're, you're featured in the money issue of In the Works. And if you look at the money or you look at money in general, or let's just talk FinTech, one of my struggles as someone that was going out and looking for people in this space was everybody that I was like, oh, really cool company. Let's look at the founder. The founder was a white man. You are building in a space where every room you go into, you are looked at as different. How do you deal with that? Izzy, um, <laughs> I had a good friend who went to Stanford with me. And yeah. I called her up after going and pitching to a group of uh, investors. And this group of investors was all white men and one black man. And the black man had actually invited me to pitch to the group. He called me up afterwards and he said, Tanya, they all said that you're amazing, but they've declined to invest. And I called her and I was so frustrated. And she said, Tanya, listen, we all knew that it was going to be this hard. You knew it was mm -hmm. going to be this hard. But what are you going to do? Quit? You're not because you're not a quitter and you're not going to quit on those kids who you started this company to save. We know you mm -hmm. and you're not quitting on them. So take a minute, pick yourself up and go back at it tomorrow. The term generational wealth is is thrown out there uh, from many different perspectives. Like for me personally, my grandfather was given the opportunity to buy a house in a neighborhood in Chicago. And this was before any of us were even a thought, right? And to this day, buying and then later on selling this home created some sort of gener generational wealth. And when I look back at like, okay, what's what's my thing going to be for generational wealth? I don't know. And I really like, I, I don't, I can't afford to buy a house right now, a, like a building. I, I can't afford to do these things. So I'm eager to know from your perspective, what does generational wealth really mean to you and Goal Setter? What a great question, Izzy. And you know, the, the position you're in is a position that so many of us are in because you know, part of the America that we live in is an America that doesn't have fair wages, doesn't provide equal opportunities, doesn't provide um, a, a, a living wage, let alone a wage where you can develop generational wealth, right? And so what does generational wealth mean for me? Um, for me, it means two things. Number one, it means the passing along of generational knowledge of knowledge about how to develop that wealth. I didn't know anything about that when I was young. So, you know, by the time I was, 
as I said, 28 years old, not only did I lose a bunch of money in investments, but the money that I made, it wasn't working for me. I like had it in a savings account. I mean, who knows where I had it? And so yeah. it is the knowledge about here's how you develop generational wealth. That's the first thing. The second piece of it is that generational wealth doesn't have to mean multi, 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 multi millions of dollars that you are leaving to your kids. What it should mean is the opportunity for them to build wealth because you have been able to give them a leg up. And that's what our parents always wanted to do for us, right? They wanted to leave us a home so that that home could be divided between maybe six grandkids and each of those six grandkids could have a down payment on the home, on their own home instead of, you know, you having to save up $100,000 for a down payment to buy a home somewhere. And so now that gives you access. It really is about creating the seeds that can create saplings and those saplings can create trees from generation to generation but it's also about knowing how not to go backwards and here's a statistic that is just it, it's startling and it's depressing and it's concerning 80 percent of middle-class african americans are projected to have a child that falls out of the middle class and so even if your grandfather had attained this extraordinary milestone of owning a home and having that home accumulate value over his lifetime and selling it and leaving that to his six grandkids, right? If one of you or two of you took whatever proceeds came from that and went out and squandered it or put it in the wrong thing, right? Oh, wow, I've got $120,000. Let me invest it in my boy's car wash right? Because I don't know where else to put this kind of money. And I don't understand the principles of how the markets work and how the economy works. So then we're going backwards. And so generational wealth is truly the ability to build on our wealth from generation to generation and make it grow and the knowledge of how to do that. That's how I think about generational wealth. And so you, you, as you said, your grandfather has given you some semblance of that. But you know, you also have an opportunity that many people won't have. I see people who may, you know, not have a lot left over after they've paid their bills, et cetera, et cetera. But if they have enough left over where they can start investing, where they can start seeing growth, where they can um, get enough so that they can start a, a, a business or, you know, they can, and that business doesn't have to be a tech business. It can be another kind of business, right? Those are things that, that help us all to get ahead and start to own our own. Real quick, what's your go-to coffee order? My go-to coffee order is green tea. Real quick, who's your favorite musician? I'm going to have to go with Prince. Yes. Uh. Okay. <laughs> Love that. Real quick, how can someone get involved in your work and follow along with Goal Setter and possibly just tune into the journey? Uh, people can follow us on all social media channels. Um, I happen to think that, you know, Instagram is always great, but LinkedIn is the place where, you know, I go to share stories about where we are and what we're doing and what our mission is and what our goals are. And, and I ask for help, quite frankly. I ask for help of 
finding a person for our team or getting goal setter into the hands of your corporation. Um, you know, the, the other thing that I should say before we leave here is goal setter is offered as an employee benefit for corporations across the country. Why is that so important? Because we know how many essential workers were out there during this pandemic and didn't have the financial fortitude to make the choices that some of us made to, you know, to sit out the pandemic for three months because they had a health condition and they didn't want to risk their lives or their families' lives by going to work, but they had to. And so Goal Setters offering our, uh, our platform as an employee benefit to help this next generation um, and to help their parents, both employees and their families, to become financially fluent and become financially stable. Thanks for listening to Real Quick. In this issue, we chatted with two founders on their interpretation of generational wealth. And if you haven't already, check out all the amazing other founders on this issue of In the Works.